Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Dwight Oswald, and we are continuing on in our series, The Right Kind of Faith. I've titled this little devotional, False Teachers Reject Christ's Lordship. We read in Jude 4, For certain men have crept in. I call them creeps. Certain men have crept in. Unnoticed. Imagine that. Unnoticed. Who long ago were marked out for this condemnation, ungodly men who turn the grace of our God into lewdness and deny the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. There is this issue that is called antinomianism, which literally means no law. As one closely studies Second Peter chapter 2, the theological word that overall best describes the false teachers in view is antinomianism. Compare the parallel passage in Jude 4 through 16. This is from the Compact Dictionary of Doctrinal Words. It says, derived from the Greek words anti, against, and namas, law, antinomianism is the belief is the belief that being saved by grace rather than works frees Christians from all moral obligations and principles. End of quote. In other words, this brand of false teacher basically says, you can live any way you want to live and still be a Christian. These people know very well the gospel message. They are subtle and secretly bring in destructive heresies. 2 Peter 2.1. Note the following two statements that define them. 2 Peter 2.10. Walk according to the flesh. This defines them. Walking according to the flesh. And then 2 Peter 2.19. They promise them liberty. So what characterizes these people is the flesh. And yet they teach, quote-unquote, liberty. It is a liberty that caters to the flesh. It says you can be a Christian and walk according to the flesh as a pattern of life. They have known the way of righteousness and they turned from it. 2 Peter 2.21 Compare the way of truth in verse 2 and the right way, verse 15, which they have forsaken. Note Peter's emphasis on the word way. True Christianity ushers in a whole new way of life that is in accordance with Christ as Lord and Savior. Rejecting Christ as Lord and Savior. The false teachers and their ilk are self-willed. 2 Peter 2.10 They deny the Lordship of Christ. 2 Peter 2.1 They know full well, intellectually, the truth of Christ as Lord and Savior, but they have rejected Him. Peter points out the way of escape is through the knowledge of Christ as Lord and Savior, 2 Peter 2.20. For Peter, Lord and Savior is a package. The apostolic gospel message at core is the knowledge of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is a holy commandment that demands a response. 2 Peter 2.20, the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 2 Peter 2.21, the way of righteousness. These two statements go together as a package. Truly knowing Christ as Lord and Savior results in the way of righteousness. 
The issue here is not how righteousness is acquired, but rather the reality that true Christianity must issue in a way of righteous conduct. Now we can appreciate Peter's admonition. In 2 Peter 1.10, Wherefore, the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. Has your spiritual experience been genuine? It is a startling fact that for that there are many people in our churches who have never truly been born again, but who are convinced that they are saved and going to heaven. They have had an experience and perhaps look better like the sow and feel better like the dog, compare 2 Peter 2.22, but they have not been made better as partakers of the divine nature, compare 2 Peter 1.4. This is a quote from Warren Wearsby in the Bible Exposition Commentary. If it doesn't affect your thinking, your hands and your feet, it isn't genuine Christianity because it isn't really a heart reality. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. This is Pastor Dwight Oswald signing off for now.